Well, a leaked City of Vancouver document is now out there calling for an escalation to clear out the downtown east side tent encampments. You see, a statement from the city acknowledges that the document was prepared for staff-level discussions. It's not going to comment any further, but what we know, according to a post-media leak, or a leak to post-media, is the city of Vancouver has drawn up some plans to start moving people out along East Hastings Street. And uh, some are already describing this as American-style police decampments. Well, police, I don't know. Certainly the city of Vancouver, police acting on behalf of their call. But uh, to get a little bit more about that, we bring in Ryan Suds. He's an organizer of the group to stop the sweeps in this area. Ryan, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, this is probably a leak the city never wanted to have out there. You've uh, heard the information that's uh, being leaked to Post Media, the Vancouver Sun. What do you think? We were very alarmed uh, seeing this leak. I think specifically what has us worried and has folks in the Hastings Tent City worried is this switch to a police-led decampment. Um, so far, the city of Vancouver has been leading this, these with police accompaniment, and the presence of police has really freaked people out, frankly. Uh, and now that it's going to be police-led, it's a, it's a big shift in escalation, uh, and it's frankly like a... It feels like a step towards a more uh, intimidating or threatening approach, because what, what's working, what they've been trying so far is not solving homelessness. It's not getting people housed. No, and what we've been talking about here, to be sure, according to the Vancouver Sun, is the plan includes the deployment of roving teams of city engineering and VPD staff that will enforce a decampment and remove structures both inside Hastings encampment and around the city as needed. This will be done in a couple of different stages. But when we talk about um, these roving teams, I guess that's where you say that that, in your opinion, is police-led, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it does. there is a line in it where it specifically says the operation on Hastings will be police-led. And yeah, I, I have a lot of concerns about roving teams going around and, you know, like kind of harassing homeless people to not be homeless. And I think that's where this whole thing is really bothering me is that the city and the province have not built the housing enough, uh, built the housing that people want, that people want to live in. And so now their solutions are our roving teams is going to be a mass encampment on Hastings Street because they're, they're out of ideas on how to get people into housing because they don't have the housing. They don't have the good housing that people would want that any person would like. And so now they're relying on blunt force to hide the problem. You, the word that folks uh, on the block have been saying is that it, it makes people feel like they want them to disappear and that we don't have to think about this as a problem anymore. Some would point out that this is definitely a safety problem. It's not just an eyesore. Eyesores we can deal with uh, if we want to talk about an eyesore. And that's a matter of uh, where you come from, I, I guess. I believe your, your privilege might dictate whether it's an eyesore. But uh, one can't argue about the safety concern. We've seen fires. We've seen life-threatening situations. Um, is this a move to possibly save lives of those who are camped out? Uh, you know, yeah, Ken Sim this morning 
the mayor of Vancouver said that they were taking an empathetic approach. And that implies that they want to they want to help people, that they want to save lives. But the, the reality is homelessness is unsafe. And regardless to me whether someone's tenting in a, in a tent city or in an encampment or whatever you want to call it or elsewhere, it's always going to be unsafe. Um, people are always going to be facing violence, whether it be for, for many different places. Um, a tent on its own or a tent in a community is still going to be a fire risk. And so, you know, if, if this is a process rooted in compassion and rooted in safety, and let's take fire safety, for example, why hasn't the fire department handed out fire extinguishers to people in tents? Why are they not taking proactive measures to help save lives? There was a program in the summer on Hastings Street to um, have people on the block, fire captains with fire extinguishers, and the funding for that program got cut, which to me in a catastrophic fire situation is, a, is, a, is such a failure. It's such a failure to protect lives in this situation. So, you know, I, I, like, I know folks have concerns around, around tent cities and, and their safety, but homelessness is always going to be unsafe. There are people are going to face a lot of dangers. And so the real answer to me is build the housing that people want, that people need, that, that matches what they want. And that's how we'll take a step forward. But use, using police violence to solve violence in this situation is, is not going to solve the problem we want it to solve. Now, let's talk about the tactics before we talk about uh, building houses. Uh, one <laughs> of the tactics here uh, in stage one, engineering crews with VPD support would no longer disengage when tensions rise or protest advocates, that be you, become uh, too disruptive. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's interesting what they call disruptive. Like the, the way it has been going before is that the city has been saying that it's a voluntary decampment process, but they would show up with such force that people would just start taking their tents down. So us disrupting things has been getting in between the city in a very peaceful way, uh, in between the city and the residents, and confirming that it's not voluntary, and then creating space for that resident to say, I don't want to volunteer to take my tent down and, and go nowhere. So you know, the reason that we're getting pushed out was because it, it really problematized uh, their concept of it being voluntary, because they want to say that it's voluntary, but, it, but it's not. But I think you know, the one thing that, that it, it admits is that the work that we were doing and the work that residents were doing, frankly, to, to, to stand up for themselves was working. And that people were having an effect on this process because the process is illegitimate. It's unethical. It's immoral. And I think that they know that. And with a, a little bit of pushback, it stops in its tracks. And now they've had to put more force on it to, to, to kind of railroad it through. We're talking with Ryan Suds. He's one of the organizers of a group that has been working to stop the so-called sweeps uh, right through the area. And this is in light of uh, our conversation is in light of the leak report from the city that wants to take a more direct action against the encampments. When we talk about this, uh, this two-step approach, the second is referred to as dealing with a larger event in which all the residents and structures in so-called high-risk zones identified as areas with residents who are combative or aggressive, their words, not mine, or structures that have been repeatedly removed would be targeted for removal. What do you think of that one? Yeah, like, combative, it was a combative and aggressive, right? Um, yep. Yeah, I'm, like, I, imagine how any of us would feel when 
someone comes knocking at your door every morning and tells you to take down your home and move it. Uh, you're getting woke up like, I'm not going to be in the best mood, you know? And I think that the, the use of the words combative and aggressive are uh, specific. I think that they um, overstate what I've seen, certainly. But, yeah, are people, are people pissed off? Sorry, excuse me. Are people upset that uh, the city's coming around doing this? Yeah. Yeah, they really, they really truly are upset. And I think they have every right to be upset. We've been talking with Ryan Sudds, organizer of the group Stop the Sweeps, talking about this leaked report uh, through the Vancouver Sun that we see that the city of Vancouver, well, it's going to be taking an escalated approach to clearing out the downtown east side encampment. That means uh, taking a two-part or two-step approach and being direct in uh, in its actions. Uh, some concerns there, not only about the rights of uh, people living around there, but also what do you do with the people once they're moved out? Don't know. It's a complex problem, one that the city of Vancouver is dealing with. But one thing we have known as in the last couple of weeks, there have been some definite safety issues, not the least of which is several fires that have put uh, many lives in jeopardy of some of the people around there. That's just one of them. We're going to go to some phone calls, plenty of them on this topic, like in Vancouver. Dev, Dev, thanks for joining us. Uh, Thank you. You know, I hear lots of talk about rights, my right to this, my right to that. Well, with rights come responsibilities. Now, I have the right uh, to walk down my street and be safe and not be blown up or attacked or raped or mugged. And, and when, when, you're, when your guest talks about, you know, people knock on the, on the doors of, or on their, on their tents, their homes, well, their homes are erected on public property. And, and if, if, if they're being offered housing and they don't like it, well, I'm sorry, but they're offering free housing. You don't get to demand something and then you have five-star standards. No, some of them aren't being offered any housing at all because there is no housing to offer for their situations. And if, if that's the case, then Vancouver, there are other places in, 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 that they can move to that they can live in, right? Not the most expensive real estate that's in the world. Is that okay, I correct? appreciate the phone call, Dev, in Vancouver. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm sympathetic. You know, I, like, I get that, that if you're walking down Hastings Street, yeah, there are some, there are some tents in the way. And I get that, that people, people are scared. And I, I just, I just really want to emphasize that, like, this is, it's, it's a failure of the city and the province to make, make the streets safe without hurting people in the process. Um, and I really like, yeah, like, like we know nobody wants a fire. That's going to hurt people. No, nobody wants that to happen. But if this is a catastrophe, like the fire chief says it is, like 300 units, 330 units that the, the city's building is not going to be enough. We Ryan, need, we straight need up, more of it. Let me ask you this question. Do you envision sure. a Vancouver with the downtown east side that has enough services that you will never see people homeless on the streets? Is that possible in any form? Like, you know, uh, it, it would be a radically different society that we're living in if, if, if that's the case. I don't, I don't see it happening in, in the near future. And be, the reason I don't see it happening is because the processes we're using right now to address the issue are not compassionate and not treating people as humans. And until the process becomes something that is human, humanizing 
and dignified, we're going to end up right back in the same spot. We're going to shut down Oppenheimer, and we're going to get Strathcona. We're going to shut down Strathcona, and we're going to get Crab Park. We're going to shut down that, and then it's going to go everywhere because it's not treating people. It's not humanizing people. Okay, let's go to Coquitlam and take a phone call from John. John, what do you think? You know, I've got a real problem with everybody pointing fingers, and everybody's got responsibility. I've traveled the world. I've been in L.A. and San Francisco, and I got, God, I hope Vancouver doesn't become San Francisco. Well, we're worse now. And I'm sorry, but these people that want to be compassionate to the street people, you know, the garbage truck and the police will come along, will clean the sidewalk, clean the gutters, and five minutes later they're garbage because these people don't care. There's garbage cans, they don't care. Sometimes tough love is needed, and we need to start respecting each other. Okay, let's uh, pick up on that. Thanks, John. Is it uh, is it true, do you think, people don't care that are in that situation, Ryan? No, people care. People care. I've seen it. Uh, is there garbage on the street? Yeah. Um, there could be more garbage cans. We've called for more garbage cans. Um, folks are down and out a bit, too, sometimes, you know? Like, like I'm not going to pretend that, like, there aren't, you know, major, uh, like, uh, there's a poison drug crisis right now, for example, like, People are sick. People are going through a hard time. Uh, yeah, if you want, if the city were coming down here and cleaning up garbage, and that's what they were doing, I think that would be okay. And it, it, you know, I know, I know that you're, you're the previous caller is uh, you know exaggerating a bit, but like, no, it's not like five minutes afterwards, all the gar- our garbage is back on the street. People, people do care, um, and some people just have a greater capacity to care for their for their space or their neighborhood than others. Okay, depending on the day. Thanks, John. I appreciate your phone call. Let's go to Mike in Surrey. Mike, what do you think? Well, I think we need to do the sweeps. I think we really have to clear that area out. And I think that uh, we watched uh, what's happening as more and more people come to the city and more and more people seem to be drifting down to the east side. I moved here 30 years ago, and the downtown east side in Hastings has been almost a tourist attraction when it comes to the homeless and the horrid uh, conditions, yet they just keep coming and coming and coming. So at some point you have to sweep through and remove them. And I think maybe we're going to even have to do start doing street checks again as people from the downtown east side drift to other areas of the, of the city. Okay, I appreciate uh, I the phone call, Mike. I think you represent the feeling of a lot of people. Ryan, do you get the sense that uh, people that aren't on the downtown east side are very much pro uh, being carted and uh, and having sweeps right through the area? Yeah, yeah. No, I like I like I get it. Like I know I know people don't like ten cities, and and I hear it. I just I want these processes to be humanized, and I, w- I also want to say like. I I don't want I don't want people living in tents either. I don't I don't want tent cities in society either. But what I don't want is people's homes, people's tents being taken where they don't have a place to go that's going to be safe for them. Um, I just want to stop this this cycle where we're just pushing people around and never actually addressing the actual problem. And I don't think that sweeps I don't think that sweeps are going to address the concern that people have about these things and that the previous caller had. I think sweeps are, are uh, an unimaginative and cruel way to deal with the problem. Why do we call them American-style decampments or sweeps? Uh, is, there, is it because the Americans are so much worse in your view of how they handle it? 
it's, it's because right now in the in the states along, uh, you know, I see a lot of footage coming out of San Diego where it's a very heavy police led force. Uh, and it's not about getting folks housing. And so I think that's that's what I would refer to as a as an American style is the in, the um, the emphasis on policing and therefore. Homelessness and being unhoused as a crime simply for existing in a tent is going to become more and more criminalized and therefore put people at greater threat 